Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the Recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Yeah. How's it? Almost Christmas time. Countdown. It is. (laughs) My kids get out of school this week. I'm sure everybody else's does also. No, my kids have to go to school next week. What do you mean? I mean, we have to go to school next week. But next week is Christmas. I mean, you know, from like, not not next week because we're you know, I'm saying like this is Monday. Oh, okay. Right? Do you have like five days left of school? Do you guys get out on yeah. Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we don't even have school on Friday. We get out of school on Thursday. Mm, bummer. 
I love the extra day to you get know, stuff done. Get stuff done, right? Yeah, and I have so much to get done because I have to get it all done before I leave for Colorado. Yeah, I know. That's just mm, a lot. It's a deadline. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And I got the damn elf on the shelf. That's a lot. I have a real love hate with this elf on the shelf <laughs> business. Yeah, me right? too. I I keep forgetting. I think it is regressing my children. remember you thought that they like knew but obviously they don't know right they're like oh my god they so don't know they are like i guess yesterday when i repositioned the elf i turned its head like i didn't even do it like purposely you Mm -hmm. know but they've never touched it so they don't know its head just turns so they're super like oh my god it turned its head mom and I think like they're old enough, like give it up. It's it's time to stop believing. No, I just fine. don't want I don't want them to be like the last kids in their class that still believe in this you stuff and they believe that, in it. But it's so not. extra. I know I keep saying that, but at the same time, my elf is playing Christmas bingo for them when they get home from school today. <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. How do they do that? I just printed out some bingo cards and I bought some gumdrops and he's like, here, play the game. Here's all the stuff to play it. Oh, that's fun. I You're know, a better mom than that, me. I do that shit every day. So, because it's fun. But then I think like, oh, you guys shouldn't like it so much. No, right? you're a good mom. Good job. Bye. Good job. I am not so good. I have already, I mean, it's only been like, what, eight days of this thing. And I've already forgot to move it twice. And I blame it on my husband because sometimes, well, all the time he can't sleep. He's got insomnia. And so he's up and down all night. And I'm like, "Mm, they must, it it must be because dad cannot stay asleep. And they believe it. They're like, dad. When dad is is up and down all night, he should just move it. Right? That's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, my elf elf does not always move at night. And my kids understand that. Listen, this is my parenting advice. If you're new to the elf on the shelf, our elf moves while we go to school because there's no way I'm setting up freaking bingo after I put everyone to bed. Yeah. No way. No, not happening. Move it while you're at school. And he doesn't get so creative on the weekends. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So like I said, you got the skills to pay the bills, girl. Oh, okay. Good. Um, Hey, I saw that uh, Delphi murders case. They have some traction there. I know, but I actually read the article and they're not really connecting that to the Delphi girls. They're not. No, Uh, I was a little worried about that. Okay. So maybe it's just uh, fake news. Some other perv that assaulted some other girls yeah Yay. i mean i hope that family that delphi family get you know answers justice. answers yeah one of these days but i don't think it's coming from this no unfortunately ah did you see that josh duggar was found guilty af not surprising not oh surprising. my gosh maximum sentence is 20 years per count and he is facing multiple counts dude i think they're gonna throw the book at him i think they will too and what if that wife shows up with him 
Oh, my gosh. She's still on board. Oh, she yeah, she's with him oh in court. God. She's looking good, actually. I'll give her that. But I wonder if she's going to trot those kids down to the prison to visit their daddy. It's you mean sad. she's looking good like she has makeup on or she's... Yeah, like she did yeah. her hair. You know, she's got a nice outfit. Yeah, I thought she was looking good. Okay. I, I didn't know if you mean like looking good, like showing up with the husband being a, you know... a. Oh, no, I don't think she should show up with him at all. Okay. I think she should be like, you perv, you're on your own. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think she should be like extra divorced and keep her kids away from him. But I don't think she's going to. My prediction is that she's not going to. I think you're right. But I hope that he gets the book thrown at him so that maybe she can, she will come to her senses if he's not around all the time. And then she'll divorce him. And then she'll find somebody nice. That wants a bunch of kids, a lot of baggage. I mean, a lot of baggage. Think about that baggage. You got all those kids and you got a husband in prison or an ex-husband in prison. I guess it's better than having an ex-husband that's crazy not in prison. There is a pot for a a lid for every pot tab. (laughs) Is there? Because (laughs) I have I have so many extra lids uh, in my in my um, what are those? Those like plastic things that you have what are they called oh and once in a while you got to throw those that stuff away i know it's sad right it's like the socks once in a while you gotta just we're never gonna find them okay so really there is not a lid for every pot there's sometimes extras and those ones just need to be thrown away yeah okay all right okay ready for some crime i am going for it Okay, today's case is one you may have actually heard of. Um, It's kind of a classic. I chose it because there was an update, and so it came up on my radar again. Today's case is the case of Celeste Beard. The reason I think you might be familiar with Celeste is because her shenanigans were so extra that she has the honor of being featured on the very first episode of Snapped. Ever? Ever. No way. Okay. She's the first one. Yeah. We love the Snapped. I remember before I had children, I could just have it on in the background Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah, me too. I I, It's like always on. I mean, I used to actually have cable too. So that was fun. Right. (laughs) And it's weird how I would just watch the same episodes over and over again. All those snappy women just bring me comfort in some weird way. I don't know. Okay, so Celeste is the perfect snapped candidate because her story is like classic young hot gold digger embroiled in a love triangle. But before we get to all that, I am going to give you some backstory about Miss Celeste. Interestingly enough, it turns out that you and I and Celeste all have something in common. And that is that we all grew up in Ventura County, California. Mm, how old is she? Uh, I think she's 50, like 52 right now. Okay. So she's older. She was older than us. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're old, but we're not that old. Okay. Celeste lived mostly in Camarillo, mm-hmm. but also lived in Oxnard and Ventura as well. Uh, side note, I listened to an audiobook about her and they mispronounced Camarillo the whole time. What do they say? Camarillo? Yeah, it totally made me nuts. And I understand why it makes everyone so nuts when we say 
Hyattville. Oh, my God. Do you know that I pronounced <laughs> that guy's name wrong last week? It's not Thornberry. It's Throneberry. That's still cool. Thornberry sounds better, though. That I think it sounds better, too. <laughs> when I when I re-listened, I was like, oh, my God, his name is not Thornberry. It's Throneberry. I mean, same potato, potato. Well, there was one episode I just completely renamed someone. So maybe we just like take podcaster liberty at renaming places as we see fit. Yeah, that be a thing. But by the way, I, like Celeste, have also lived in Ventura, Camarillo and Oxnard. True. Mm-hmm. True story. Yeah. Okay, well, Celeste was one of four children that were adopted by her parents. She was molested at a young age, and then her parents divorced when she was 13. The divorce was so difficult that she still has not seen her brothers in over 40 years. Whoa. So she she had it rough. Mm-hmm. Okay. In high school, she met a guy named Craig Bratcher. When she was 16 and he was 18, the two married and had twin girls together. Okay, so Celeste wrote a book in 2019, so not that long ago, and details her life story. And she describes her first marriage as disturbingly abusive. In addition to your regular domestic abuse, she says Craig made her eat cat shit. What? Yeah. That is so... Next level. Yeah. Yeah. Beyond. Right. So here's the thing about Celeste. She has these abuse claims from early childhood. And like I just told you, and throughout most of her life, I read her book and I would say I found it, you know, pretty believable. Mm -hmm. Actually, I mean, I found her pretty interesting. But I read another book called She Wanted It All, and it pretty much discredits everything Celeste has to say about being abused. In the book, She Wanted It All, the people closest to Celeste are interviewed like her own daughters and her sister, and they say they never saw the abuse happen to Celeste. People do acknowledge her first husband struggled with drugs and alcohol and had a temper. So no one is saying he was like a saint or anything. Just that it's very possible that Celeste exaggerated his behavior. Mm-hmm. Her, her daughters actually say stuff like they saw their mom break her own arm on purpose. Dude. And, yeah, dude. It's, Listen, remember my... Husband's ex-girlfriend when she cut herself at the party that I was at. Oh, my God. I forgot about that hot mess. Uh Uh-huh. Cut herself at the party. I witnessed it. She didn't know. And then so she could come screaming with blood to my husband, who was not my husband at the time. It was just a boyfriend. He was my boyfriend. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So there there are some nutbags out there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, also, Celeste's sister says that although Celeste had tried to convince her that she was molested, too, she just didn't remember it happening. Hmm. Okay. Okay. She does remember Celeste being like hell on wheels as a teenager and getting into lots of trouble involving the police for fighting and theft and... Celeste goes through her whole life in her book, right? And she doesn't mention any of that. What I think is clear is that Celeste is fucked up, either because she was abused or because she's just like 
totally narcissistic. Maybe one caused the other. I just I really cringe at not taking an abuse victim's word. But Mm -hmm. Celeste is an exception, right? She is just a real different bird. And I think the reality is most likely the people in her life that she hurt and manipulated, especially her own daughters, are the actual real abuse victims. Yeah. Okay. By the way, they were put in foster care multiple times. And Celeste, of course, has excuses for each time and takes no responsibility for the circumstances surrounding CPS getting involved, which it's like she has no even no sympathy for these girls. And if CPS comes and takes you away and puts you in foster care, that, hello, that's pretty traumatic. Yeah, I know Celeste type. Yeah, I know Celeste type too. Yeah. So those poor girls, they they had it pretty rough. Yeah. Celeste, by the way, also is the type that claims to have had multiple life-threatening illnesses, mm-hmm. like ovarian cancer. But I never found any evidence that she really did. I think she is more likely a hypochondriac and a compulsive liar, liar, pants on fire. So I now you know a little bit more about her character. Now I'm going to fast forward a bit and tell you predictably her marriage to the man she met in high school, you know, father of the twins, Craig Bratcher. It didn't work out. Mm. Despite Craig being the king of abuser that she struggled to get away from, She sent her daughters to live with him on multiple occasions, which is just another example from Celeste's past that, like, just doesn't really add up. Yeah. Okay. Craig ended up committing suicide when the twins were about 16. So, I mean, that's pretty horrible for them. My God. Yeah. I'm telling you, these poor girls. So after Celeste's marriage ended to Craig... She had another short-lived marriage to a man named Harold before landing in Austin, Texas at the age of 31 with her third husband, Jimmy. So Celeste had been around the block a couple of times. A time or two. Yeah. <laughs> at the age when, like, we were just getting started. Is what? she is she cute? Is she hot? I mean, the name is hot, right? She is cute. She is not hot. Okay. Celeste got a job at the Austin Country Club, mm-hmm. which is apparently the oldest country club in Texas. Wow. I had no idea. And that is where she met Stephen Beard and his long-suffering wife, Eloise. Which I like that name, Eloise. Eloise is a name that a lot of people are using these days for their children. I would name a chicken that yeah. if I had the chickens. I yeah, don't know I if I would name my daughter name. that, but sure. Ellie. I guess you'd call her Ellie. Elle. Ellie's really cute. I love the right? name Elle. I do like the name Elle, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Stephen and Eloise had been married for over 40 years, and Stephen had recently sold the TV station in Austin that he co-founded for something like 15 million bucks. Mm, hot damn. Yep. But sadly, Eloise lost her battle with cancer before she could enjoy that leisurely retirement together. Damn it. Damn it. 
So Celeste was happy to take her place right quick. She started dating Stephen within 10 days of Eloise dying. Yeah. Her daughters were with their father in Washington State at the time, so he hadn't offed himself yet. And she was still married to Jimmy. So she had to get a quickie divorce from him so she could make Stephen husband number four. So she did that about three months later. Right? Okay. Time is money, I guess, right? So Stephen was 68 and had three grown children. And so I'm sure Stephen and... these kids were probably like, what is going on here? Right? Right? I can't imagine it went over real well with them. Well, Celeste did not skip a beat getting real comfortable with the lifestyle that Stephen provided her now. When they married, they had a prenup that gave her $500,000 up front. And it said that she would get another $500,000 if the marriage lasted three years. And she would get a lot more if they were still married at the time of Stephen's death. Whoa. Okay. So it was just like, hey, I'm going to give you money to be married to me? Like a signing bonus? (laughs) I know. Why didn't we get that? What the oh, hell? I've never we, even heard I didn't, of that I didn't have any money when I got married. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what you do, hello, when you're 68 and you marry someone 31. I guess so. I mean, that's definitely, clearly you're marrying for the money. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But yeah, she. I don't think that anyone denies that she married him for the money. Okay. Okay, but so she's got this, you know, another 500K if it lasts more than three years. So she's got some incentive to, you know, make it work till death do they part because then she gets a bunch of money. Yeah. So she went through that first $500,000 in six months. Holy. What's she doing with it? (laughs) I don't know. And af- I would have been like buying like a nice condo or something, yeah, I some rental property. Yeah, you know, some shoot. sort of investment. Yeah. Okay. Well, even though she went through that money after six months, like that was fine because Stephen just continued to lavish her with you know gifts. Like it wasn't like it was cut off. Celeste seemed to have her eye on the prize, though. Steve's quite a bit older, and you know, not going to live forever, and so she convinced him to adopt her daughters so they would collect a large inheritance like his biological children. Mm-hmm. I, the daughters were like teenagers, right? So Celeste admits that she married him for his money, but she makes a great point. She says that, so what? You think he married me for my cooking? <laughs> <laughs> And I think she, I, you know, I think that's true, right? It's just, they had an arrangement, whatever, you know, you do you. Okay. He wants hot wife. She wants lots of money. He wants, he wants the hot trophy wife. Yeah. I found it kind of funny reading Celeste's book that most of it is about the extravagant trips that they took and the shopping sprees that they went on and, 
how amazing this 7,000 square foot home they built, which was, you know, decorated and furnished by her. Like, it's funny that this is such a big part of her book. It's like half of her book. Like, she easily dedicates 200 pages to how good at spending money she was. Just pat on the back. And then I went to this store and I spent this much money and I arranged, of course, for, you know, the best whatever hotel or blah, 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 blah. It's like it could have been 10 pages. Mm -hmm. Okay, But, you know, whatever. That's like her biggest accomplishment in life is that she knew how to blow through money. Whatever. So, by the way, I found the home that they built on Zillow. It's worth an estimated $5 million now. Yeah. So she talks about how amazing this home is. And it's obviously been updated since Celeste, you know, put her stamp on it in 1999. But let me tell you, I didn't think this house was all that. 7,000 square feet or not. Where Where is it again? It's in Austin. Like, is it on the lake? Lake Austin? No, it's not no. on the lake. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So sorry, Celeste. Anyhow, with Stephen not putting any limits on Celeste's spending and her daughters locked into the will, you would think she could just like relax and enjoy the lifestyle and financial stability for a minute. But that's not Celeste style. She wanted to get this show on the road and that meant getting her party on and getting Steve out of the picture. Mm-hmm. So she started making his evening cocktails with Everclear instead of vodka so that he would pass out sooner so she could get out of the house and whoop it up. Oh, my God. Everclear. Is that just like 100 proof or something like that? I don't think I've ever even drank Everclear. No, I I have not. Why would you? It sounds terrible. (laughs) He must have not minded, though. He didn't know. She put it in the vodka bottle. (laughs) I know, but it is alcohol, right? Yeah, but yeah, it is alcohol, right? Okay. Okay. So after two years of marriage, Stephen got to rethinking his marital arrangement. And Celeste had a real strong reaction to him talking about divorce. She held a gun to her head and threatened suicide if he left her. I mean, it sounds right on par with everything else we know about her. Yes. Right. And Stephen said, "Okay, honey, love pie. I won't leave you, (laughs) but you need to go get some help for your craziness. And so she willingly went to a psychiatric hospital at the hospital. She made a friend, a woman named Tracy Tarleton. Now, Tracy had her own mental health struggles. I mean, whatever. Who doesn't? But she managed a bookstore, and so she was the literate type. The employees there liked her. It sounds like her her only real downfall is she fell in love with Celeste. Celeste, by the way, says they were never lovers. But there's pictures of Celeste and Tracy very cozy together. Like sitting on each other's laps. She didn't want to. She didn't want to admit it, right? And Celeste's daughter also says she walked in on them. So, you know, doing what? It licking doing bush. It. 
Yeah. (laughs) You you love to say that. Yeah. (laughs) I know. So that, yeah, they, what do you call it? Bumping fuzzies? (laughs) That's what you call it. (laughs) I also thought it was kind of funny at Tracy Tarleton's um, apartment, she had all these pictures of her and Celeste around. Mm-hmm. Do, do you even have your I don't think you're in love with me. Do you? I bet you don't even have a single damn picture of me up at your house. I used to have that one picture of us in the snow. Remember that picture? Yeah, I used to have that picture, too. I don't know where yeah. that is. Um, I don't have any pictures of any friends up. Just fam. Just our family photos. Just family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's strange that these adult women had like tons of pictures of themselves up. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Also, by the way, Celeste had also been cheating on Stephen, you know, after she's like pouring him the Everclear cocktails with her ex-husband, Jimmy. Wow. She's getting around town. Oh, my gosh. She is busy. I don't understand how people have the time. Okay, according to Tracy, while she was in a relationship with Celeste, she told her that Stephen abused her and she would give anything if her and Tracy could be together and Stephen was out of the picture. I have idea, Celeste. Divorce. And she doesn't get the money. (laughs) Exactly. Right? So that's not working for her. Mm -hmm. Tracy also thought like me, just leave him. You know, Tracy's like genuine in her love. Leave him. Forget the money. But Celeste told her, if you don't help me kill him, I will just kill myself. Which is like, again, with the like, I'm going to kill myself thing. The whole like, I'm going to kill myself tantrum is like so manipulative. Mm -hmm. Okay, but Tracy fell for it. So per Celeste's (laughs) request, (laughs) she, she tried cooking up some botulism. To make Stephen go away. She got a book at her store. Oh, my God. Okay. It that didn't shit work. only goes in your face. That's it. Okay. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it didn't work. It didn't even give him a stomach ache. So they leveled up. They decided to stage a break-in and have Tracy just come in and shoot Steve in his sleep. Celeste and Steve slept in separate bedrooms on account of Steve's CPAP machine. That worked out because Celeste wouldn't have to be in the same room when it happened. Mm -hmm. I mean, the CPAP machine. I really feel for people that have to wear that because it's like, it's not sexy. It is so not sexy. I don't even know. Like, I think, I know, it's not sexy. Can you imagine being young and like bringing someone home and then you got to strap on that CPAP machine? (laughs) They have some like less invasive ones these days. But yeah, I I just I really feel for people. Okay, because you need sleep. I know. I mean, it's yeah, it is necessary for people. My mom has that disorder. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. If you don't get sleep, you'll turn into a nutbag like me. Yeah. Stay up all night. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? 
Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Watching crime. Okay. So anyways, so she instructed Tracy to shoot Steve in the stomach because she thought it would be less messy than like just shooting him in the head. Mm -hmm. And she didn't want to have to redecorate after he was dead. Hello. Mm. <laughs> is this okay. what is this what Tracy says? This is like what she does. Yes. Told her? Oh yes. My God. This is what Tracy says. <laughs> so Celeste left the door open and Tracy came in and shot Steve at 2 a.m. Poor Steve, he didn't know what hit him. He didn't even know he was shot. He called 911 and told them he had had a recent surgery and he thought he was having a reaction. Oh, my God. Yeah. When the ambulance came, Celeste awoke and played, you know, the loving, confused wife to the authorities. She was all, don't let him die. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
The police didn't think it was a break-in right away because, this is so rookie, but, like, they didn't mess shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't take anything, any of that? Yeah, none of that. And the alarm didn't go off. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And Steve was saying his stomach was coming apart because he had surgery. But that all kind of changed when they stumbled on a shotgun shell on the ground, and then they realized he'd actually been shot. So Steve had a rough road ahead of him, but he actually lived. So naturally, the police wanted to chat with him, but they weren't able to because Celeste hired an attorney and put a block on his hospital door. I mean, I guess you can do that as the, the wife. Okay. Okay. So police were able to talk to Celeste's daughters, so she wasn't able to block them, and one of her daughter's boyfriends. And guess what, Tab? What? They sold their mama out. Well, dude, they didn't really have a (laughs) deep connection with her. She kept, like, you know, losing them. That's sending true. Here, yeah. Yeah. Sending them there. I mean, they're probably like, this bitch is crazy. Well, also, after it happened, they say right away, Celeste told them, don't say anything about Tracy to the police. No. Then they're like, yeah, there's oh, this chick, like, Tracy. Okay. Yeah. They say they actually love Stephen and they felt bad for him. So, like, they really spilled the tea. From that point, all police had to do was... Go talking to Tracy, who, when they went to go talk to her, she didn't deny that her and Celeste were a thing. I mean, it was hard to deny because she had pictures of her all over her house, right? Mm-hmm. And she also told them, yeah, okay, so, I, yeah, I own a shotgun. And when they did a ballistics test on the shell casing from the crime scene, they were able to confirm that it was the gun that had shot Stephen. Okay. Okay. So Tracy gets arrested. And Celeste goes back to Stephen in the hospital and tells him, like, oh, my God, I am so sorry she did this to you. She must be, like, obsessed with me. It's so weird. Oh, my God. Stephen bought it. No way. He is such... Well, she's not letting him talk to anyone. She's keeping everyone away from him. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So... Almost everything is happening probably the way Celeste kind of wanted it. Tracy is taking the rap for shooting Stephen. Yeah. Um, she's actually getting more money now because Stephen bought her story that Tracy's like obsessed with her. He upped her percentage in the will. Crazy. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing that's kind of a drag in, you know, Celeste's, like, warp world is at the moment, you know, Stephen is still alive, right? But he's less of a burden to her. I mean, she doesn't have to, like, give him Everclear every night because he's in the hospital. He was in the hospital for four months. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty tragic. Okay. So poor dude suffers for four months. I mean, imagine that, like, terrible wound and having to get it changed all the time. I mean, that's a lot. Okay. But after four months, he was well enough to come home. 
but the strangest thing happened. He was only home one day when he came down with such a serious infection that he died three days later. (gasps) You are kidding me. No. I think she just took those bandages, like wiped them on the floor. She for sure did. Something like that, right? I mean, there's no proof of that, but hello. 100%. She definitely. Yeah. She probably put the botulism in there. Something. Yeah. Okay. So now that Stephen is like dead, dead, Tracy's really screwed because now she's on the hook for murder. But she still took responsibility for the whole shooting and kept Celeste out of it. She she loved her. That is like some ride or die shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, but she changed her tune when she realized that love was not really mutual. She had been used. She figured it out when she learned that Celeste got married to husband number five just six months after Stephen had passed. Who's the next victim? Who is it? I don't know. Some other dude. Some random dude. Some random dude. Okay. So Tracy, I I don't know that much about him, but I know that Celeste thought at one point that he was even richer than Stephen. So, you know, that's her pre-qualification. But I think it turns out he actually wasn't rich. Okay. Which is just karma, right? Fake rich. Okay. Yeah. People are like that, too. Yeah. So Tracy hears about this, right? Mm -hmm. And so she's like, oh, forget that. Here I am pining over, you know, Celeste, and she's already married to somebody else. I mean, come on. Who's going to put money on my commissary and shit? Come for visits with me while I'm doing time for the crime I did for you. So she's bummed out. So she picked up the phone and called the detective and said, okay, I'm ready to tell you why I shot Stephen Beard. So Celeste thought she was going to live happily ever after. But after Tracy started talking, I mean, it got apparent that maybe there was like a hitch in her getty up. So always the thinker Celeste is she hired someone to handle the Tracy situation for her. And kill her. Kill Tracy. Yeah. In jail. Yeah, somehow Celeste learned that Tracy was had talked to the detectives. And so she decides to have Tracy killed. Okay. We know for sure that she did this because it's all on tape. And guess who taped it? The husband. Her daughters. Oh, no way. Yeah, they were so over Celeste at this point that they started taping all their conversations no with way. her. <laughs> yeah. So Celeste was finally arrested for conspiracy to commit murder against Stephen and conspiring to have Tracy killed, too. Oh, my God. What did Tracy think about that? She's stoked, right? Well, she's stoked she's not killed for sure, but man. She's stoked she's she- not killed. Yeah. She for sure got used and abused. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I think it's easier when somebody does something that shitty to you at the end to be like, what was I thinking? Oh, of course. But she's still probably sitting in prison. Yeah, but she can move on to the next boo. 
Now she's in prison. She's free agent. No, but lots Tracy's, of people looking for for Tracy's love. Still in prison. Yeah, I know, but Tracy can find love in prison. Oh sure. Well, especially yeah. since she's a lesbian. I mean, yes. Yes, it works in her favor. Yeah. Yeah, I think that Tracy would have been the type to not cheat on Celeste. Sounds she, like she was very loyal. Yeah, I mean, she's she willing to kill for her. Yeah. So now she's free agent. That's what I'm saying. Okay. okay. So Celeste's trial was intense. First of all, Celeste pulled a Cosby and came out on like crutches. Okay. Look, you know, looking mm-hmm. all pathetic. Yeah. Right. Okay. Then her own daughters testify against her. I mean, that's like so dramatic, right? Her defense to everything that her daughters have to say about her is that they just wanted her out of the picture so that they could receive a bigger inheritance. This is what I would say to that. Uh, Not everyone thinks like you, Celeste. Like, I I don't think these daughters, you know, were capable of being master manipulators like herself. Mm, Yeah, no. No. So then Tracy testified as part of the plea deal that she made. And her testimony about Celeste's manipulation of her really hit home with the jury because Celeste was found guilty and she was sentenced to life. Wow, that's a lot for actually, one, not pulling the trigger, and two, I mean, life, that's a big sentence. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Celeste's life sentence is like extra bananas mm-hmm. because Tracy, who actually shot him, she only served 10 years. Oh, is she out? She's out. She's out. Where is she living? Austin still. Oh, my goodness. What is she doing? Well, I'll tell you at the end. Okay. So like I told you in the beginning, this is just one of those cases that has been super sensationalized because it has so many juicy parts and it just keeps going. Since it happened in 1999, it has been the subject of numerous investigative shows and books. And Snapped has a new series called Behind Bars, where they go back and do prison interviews with women that were previously featured on the show. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So Celeste was interviewed for the show this year. That's how I was like, oh my God, I know that boo. Yeah, she's my old snapped buddy. Okay, so she still stands by all her claims. And she says she takes every opportunity to tell the public how innocent she is. She's looking a little worse for wear in prison, not going to lie. I think that Celeste's mother might sort of believe her because you know how I told you she published a book? Mm -hmm. Well, it's like her mom had it published for her. Okay. I don't think her mama would do that if she thought she was awful. I don't know. So the book about Celeste's story is not her only publication, and I'm so excited to tell you about this. Celeste, along with five other women incarcerated at the Gatesville prison facility in the Texas, wrote a cookbook called From the Big House to Your House. (laughs) Okay. 
Okay. Did you buy it? I did. I knew I, you would buy I did. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I purchased the Kindle version for $10. $10. Okay. It's kind that of seems expensive. Like a, yeah, it's kind of expensive, right? Yeah. The proceeds go to an organization that helps the wrongly convicted. But she's not wrongly convicted. I know, but let's hope that they're working with other wrongly convicted people. Like actually wrongly convicted people? Yeah, like actually wrongly convicted people. (gasps) Okay. The book is 134 pages of recipes made from commissary food, which, you know, I am fascinated. You are really fascinated about this. Yes. Okay. Well, let me entice you with some delightful tuna nachos, potluck soup, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Most of the recipes call for something called, it says, jalapeno cheese. Now, I would like to know what this actually is. I think I know what it is. It's like that Frito-Lay. It comes in a can. You know, they also have like the beans and then they have a cheese dip. Oh, maybe it's that. You know, it's that. I bet you. That's like a staple in this book, I'm telling you. It's like the basis of everything. I think that's what it is. It's like little and round. You can get it at the grocery store, at the, you know, like the gas station. Yeah. They also, they use a lot of pork rinds, stuff like that. I mean, I don't want to be judgy, but the recipes sound pretty gnarly. (laughs) But you are judgy. I mean, I actually thought the prison food was going to like they were going to this recipe book was going to deliver some concoctions that I thought would be delicious, inventive. How in the world? I would have thought it would be disgusting. Because I thought it would be like good junk food. It just sounds crazy to me. Well, it probably is good junk food for them. Like, can you imagine? Sure, the food in prison is not you know, you're not having caviar. No, it does appear that they have a a pretty decent variety of foods they can buy and cook with, though. The dessert recipes seem more stomachable. Okay. But but I'm not a real sweets person. So what is it like ding dongs and ho-hos and stuff like that? They do a lot. They make like cheesecake, like add powdered milk, and ice cream to cream cheese. And, you know, they've got all inventive ways of concocting Sprucing shit. It, it might, Yeah, it might work. Okay. Right? But really, it did make me want to stay out of the clink. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Sometimes I think it wouldn't be so bad. I would just, like, do yoga and get real fit like that Teresa. Yeah. Write a book. Have some time to clear my head. I mean, it seems like Celeste wrote two. Yeah, she's well, she's been in there for 19 years. So, wow, that's a long she's, time. She's had some time. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I don't really recommend the book, but you know, kudos for creativity to the incarcerated ladies, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. Okay. So, just this year, Lifetime made a movie about this case called Secrets of a Gold Digger. I watched it. Mm hmm. And it is what you would expect from a Lifetime movie. I did not agree with who they chose to play Celeste. The actress who played her was Julie Benz, who you might know because she played Dexter's wife, 
that was killed by the Trinity Killer. You didn't watch the first Dexter, right? No, I mean, I watched like in the very beginning, but no, I did not see that. Well, she was in the very beginning. She's she was his girlfriend and then they get married in like season five or something. But anyways, she's a total disco biscuit. Okay. Okay. And she played Celeste like this sultry, smart woman. And I would say that is not accurate. Celeste is cute, but she's not, like, hot and sultry. She comes off way more, like, obnoxious Mm -hmm. and boisterous than smart. Okay. I would have chosen, like, Megan McCarthy to play Celeste. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, you know, Celeste Celeste is chilling up in Gatesville until she is up for parole in 2042. So she's got some more time. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that her and the last husband split, but I couldn't find record of it. And she still goes by his last name, which is Johnson. Actually, it's so funny. So in her book is under the name Celeste Beard Johnson. Like, are you allowed to have multiple husbands' last names? My mother-in-law does. Really? Uh-huh. She goes by both of her. She doesn't go by her maiden name. She goes by both of her ex-husband's names. Okay, well, that's an interesting choice. Yeah. I've never heard of I, I've never heard of that before. Okay. I think it's also an interesting choice. I think I personally would only do it if I had kids with that person with the last name. I think I would never change my name if I had kids with that last name. Like I would want to have their same last name. Well, if you got married to a different husband, your husband's going to be like, why are you keeping, you know, Fred's last name when you're now married to me? I'm, you know. I would just say because my kids have his last name. Uh, But then my kids would probably, as soon as my kids didn't care, then I would lose Macaulay and I would just take the new husband's last name. Yeah. But I wouldn't keep it. I wouldn't be Macaulay Pitt. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't be Kane Bieber. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be Kane Bieber. You just be Bieber. I think I would go with Bieber right away. Like I would be like, sorry. Yes, kids. sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, kids. We're yeah. going with Bieber. <laughs> I got the fever. Totally. totally. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I told you I was gonna tell you about Tracy Tarleton. Well, mm-hmm. she's out. And she's living in Austin, right? She's living her best life with her pets based on her Facebook profile. She does not appear to have love in her life. Oh, right. Well, she did off a dude. So, I mean, there's I mean, that. Yeah, there, there is that. Maybe I should, maybe karma. I should be a little harder on Celeste, right? Yeah. Just, I guess I'm just not feeling as judgy as usual. <laughs> So, so Celeste's daughters have not spoken with her since she was arrested, but they did make the news in 2017. Jennifer was at a Halloween party when a shooting broke out by some fucker dressed up as Santa Claus. One person in Austin. It's so crazy because when we were doing our trick-or-treat thing for um, Patreon. Yeah. And I was looking at Halloween cases. I 
pretty sure I came across yeah, this. Yeah, I think you did. I think you said something like that. And I was and I was like, this is too dark. I'm not even going to talk about it. And it's so weird that it's connected to this case. But mm-hmm. so one person at the party died and three others were injured. Jennifer had to receive 10 surgeries. My God. As part of her recovery. But I mean, she seems to be doing all right now. Holy cow. There was a go me page set up for her after the shooting, and it said she had no health insurance. So I can't help but wonder what happened to all that inheritance money. Yeah. And people don't, I mean, people really love her. It's a very compelling GoFundMe. And like, she's a real nice person. So what happened? Maybe she didn't to get the it. Money. I think she's. I yeah. I'm wondering if she didn't. Yeah. She didn't get it. Yeah. Maybe his biological children were like. They probably were like. I don't think so. This is this is not happening. Yeah. Or maybe she hooked up with someone and they emptied her bank account. That happens, you know. That happens. I know somebody <laughs> that happened to. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but you know, I'm glad she's in. She's doing all right. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's a WAP. Is that a WAP? Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. I will tell you, if you guys do not think we're judgmental and you like listening to us, please (laughs) give us a review on Apple if that's where you listen to your podcast. If you don't know if you listen to Apple Podcasts and you are listening on your iPhone, you and you have this like purple circle microphone, that's actually Apple. I know some people don't know that, by the way. So you can just scroll down right now and give us a review. Also, please subscribe so you get us every week. And it's really easy. Listen, when I don't subscribe to podcasts and then I'm like, what was that podcast name and how do I find it again? And it's real. Totally. Big annoyance. And so just subscribe and then it's there. Do that right now. and you will thank me later. Also, if you guys want to follow us, like we say every week, we are on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a private group on Facebook, Housewives, a true crime group. And we are on Patreon. If you would like to get more of us, Gretchen does a bonus crime once a month. And then we talk every week about current events in life. And that is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash housewives of true crime. Oh my gosh. This next bonus crime is really doing a number on me. Yes. It's so many going to be parts. good. It's is it suicide or is it murder? Yeah. Is it suicide or is it murder? There's a lot. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. those ones get to you. Yeah. So and that's coming out this week on Thursday. And we're giving a little surprise on patreon if you guys want to check it out for christmas you get something in the mail might have our face on it um don't get your hopes up it's not like that exciting (laughs) listen it took me a lot of work okay (laughs) anyways guys thank you for listening we totally appreciate it we appreciate all of you and we hope you're doing well in this holiday. And by the way, we forgot to say Happy Hanukkah. Um, oh, geez, Louise. We are really sorry about that because we have a lot of um, friends that 
celebrate Hanukkah and a lot of listeners. And so I hope you guys all had a very, very happy Hanukkah last I too. They taught my kids how to sing the dreidel song at school. That's so fun. I love it. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. And now all those people that are getting ready for Christmas, good luck to all of you. It is, you know, a lot of work. Yeah. So clink, clink, everybody. Clink, clink.